What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown. We are back with another podcast live before the NBA draft. We are recording this on Monday night, so we are getting closer and closer to draft night Thursday night, which will be the most important day of the Trailblazers offseason. It's going to really make or break our offseason, honestly, and set us up for the following season. We've got some rumors to talk about. We'll just talk about what we're doing on draft night and what we want the Blazers to do. Really what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, but with even more information now, I'll start it by talking about some rumors that have come out the last couple of days about the Blazers trading the seventh pick, but not just trading the seventh pick for just a well-established player, also trading the seventh pick for a future or a current first-round pick that's later in the draft. We've now seen John Collins in the 16th pick as possibly a trade to go down for the seventh pick and Lou Dort in the 12th pick. So getting these extra picks would be interesting because maybe we could get two players um, to come in and help the team right now. Wes, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that as we've seen a couple of rumors come out recently? Yeah, definitely uh, a new kind of angle on the seventh pick. I think everyone is in agreement that we thought we were either going to take a player, trade it for a star, or just like trade back in the draft. I don't think anyone thought we could trade back and get a player that was on a little bit of a lower level, so to speak, like a Lou Dort or a John Collins. I really don't know how I feel about those. I haven't had much time to digest those thoughts regarding John Collins and Lou Dort. Uh, I have a question for y'all though. How much do you think these articles are just like clickbait and how much do you think have like truth to them? Um, I think that it, it obviously just depends on the source. I mean, we've seen guys like last year. I Henry remember Abbott. 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 Um, just saying some false stuff about Dame. But this guy that's been reporting a lot of it is Jake Fisher. And he's been pretty reliable in the past. He was pretty reliable when it comes to Dame's injury last year. And I think he was one of the first ones to report the CJ to New Orleans rumors. So I don't take these too seriously because I think these are just like Joe Cronin's calling every single team in the league probably to see what the offers they get. Um, but I think these are real conversations. I think we've had conversations around John Collins or Lou Dort. So I think they're pretty, they're pretty true rumors. Yep. I mean, the names of the sources are obviously, <clears throat> sorry, very important. And um, speaking of John Collins. So like, like you said, not a lot of time to digest on my thinking towards him yet, but you know, Atlanta Hawk player. I like the size six foot nine beautiful 55 percent from the field 37 from three what do, you, what do you think about him on our team next year i mean think... the numbers are there in my opinion but <laughs> go go ahead cole you seem like you got something to say i was just gonna say that i think he i'm doing I, i'll get a john collins i would like him on the team if we also brought in like another pick with that um the issue is he obviously isn't the best defensive player. His contract, I think he's on a four-year, $100 million contract. So you're doing – you give $25 million to that guy. But, I mean, yeah, he's averaged – I think it was like mid-teens, and he stretches the floor. It's just he's been injured last year, which just – it made my mind race when I first saw it. I was like, the guy with the last name, Collins, he's there to stretch the floor, and he can't stay healthy. Wait, hang on. We've seen that. Are we, are we referring to Zachary? Obviously, obviously, John Collins is a lot better than Zach Collins, but it was just a little funny thing I thought about. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting because, like, one thing you have to look at is like how much just like Trey Young like boosts John Collins in a way. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, does John Collins seem like the type of guy who can go get it himself? And I'm not saying you would need to because, like, you have Dame, but like John Collins doesn't really fit the bill of like wing scorer. 
he's like a weird like hybrid position. Like he, he plays the four, but he's like he could play a small ball five, and he's too big to be a three. He's super athletic. He just like seems like he it's just a very tough fit somehow. I don't know. Um I would agree that he's kind of an odd player because he's yeah, he's not gonna go get it by himself. I don't think he would obviously he wouldn't need to do that here. But no. I think that's the reason you see the 16th pick attached to is because he obviously doesn't have as much value as you probably would think for a guy that's what, like 24 years old and probably just going to get a little better. I think that contract's a little scary too. But the reason I was interested in John Collins is this just hypothetical trade was thrown out on um, an article earlier today. And it revolved around, it was called the dream off season for the Blazers. And it's we would get John Collins and we would also pick up OG on Anobi because it would be a three-team trade. And mm. I'll just read what the Portland sends out I'm and then receives. It, it actually would make sense for every team. It would be Atlanta would be cutting salary and picking up younger pieces. It would be Toronto mm. just obviously moving on from OG on Anobi. And it would also be Gary Trent Jr. then moving on for. It would be to get Clint Capella, who's that center they really need, also pick up the seventh pick and Josh Hart and Trendon Watford. But it would be Portland receives OG Ananobi and John Collins. Portland gives up to the multiple teams involved. The seventh pick, the 36th pick, the 2025 Bucks first round pick, Josh Hart, Trendon Watford, and Keon Johnson. So you're giving up two first, two rotation players, a young guy that's kind of just a bunch of potential and then a second round pick for two surefire starters. Let me, let me break this down quick. Let me break this down. So, two first-round picks. That's tough, right? That's tough. Let's not forget we traded two firsts for, for Robert Cummington. Unfortunately. <laughs> so we, we, can, we can throw out two firsts for John Collins and OG Ananobi. Okay? Now, the tough part would be, like, Josh Hart. But, again, like, if Josh Hart is the deal-breaker, like, that's a little delusional in my opinion. Like, if Josh Hart's the reason you get the deal done, then you, you trade Josh Hart. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that you can rationalize that deal very, very quickly. I'm also going to go through, like, do you think Atlanta does this? Atlanta would receive the 36th pick, so the second-round pick, Gary Trent Jr., Keon Johnson, and the Bucks' first-round pick, and they would be getting rid of John Collins and Clint Capella. So two starters, but they're obviously cutting $23 million in salary in that hypothetical scenario. It's hard to say that. I mean, the Hawks are trying to just build around Trey Young. And it's hard to kind of gauge where they are as a team if they're trying to, like, I guess, win now or win later because Trey Young's still young. But giving up Clint Bill and John Collins obviously is probably saying, hey, we don't want to win next year necessarily. So yeah, no. it's, I mean, there's so many combinations. Everything can go. The variety of the, off, of the off season is just it's crazy. Yeah, I think if you're the Hawks, out of the three teams, I feel like the Hawks would do that deal the least just because, like, I think if you like look at it, it makes sense because, like, let's be honest, they're probably they're not going to win a championship with Trey Young, John Collins, and Clint Capella as the core. Like, they're not going to win a championship, but they have had success with those three. Um, most notably, going to the Eastern Conference Finals, what two years ago? They kind of pulled the Blazers. You know, kind of surprised. Talking about, I remember. I don't know if it was yeah. on the podcast or not, but we were like. The Hawks are literally the Blazers. They're going to fall off after this high of an Eastern Conference Finals run, and they're probably going to be scratching for the playoffs, and that's exactly what happened. And everyone clowned us for saying that. Yeah, because they wanted to – yeah, once when you go to the Eastern Conference Finals, like, oh, crap, we have a good team. Let's pay our players. But I don't 
I don't know. I really haven't heard much about John Collins in Atlanta. Uh, actually, I take that back. He he has probably had some displeasure, and he has been linked. Was it to the? He was linked to the Knicks, right? I think he Something was. Like he ended up being Cam Reddish that went. But John Collins was linked there too. I I could see the Hawks doing it. I think the Raptors do it for sure. Uh, that's only if they want to move on from OG though. Like, which yeah, it's still a reason? question mark. There's been nothing confirmed a part of that. It's more just. But if they do, if they do. I mean, Clint Capella and Josh Hart. I mean, come on, it's not terrible. And you the seventh better. pick, I think. We do worse. And yeah, and the seventh. But you're giving also giving up Gary Trent Jr. He would go to the Hawks or back. He would go to the Hawks, which would be a really good person or player to put besides Trey. If you're the Hawks, is a Gary Trent Jr. Trey Young backcourt appealing to you? I would think so. Good. Yeah, I think I mean, Raptors are kind of desperate at the state they're in, I would say, you know. Yeah, the Raptors are in a spot. Since, because, like, since their championship, just getting worse every year. Exactly. They're in like a weird spot because they like got Kawhi for a rental year, won their title, and now they're kind of like building it back a little bit, but like they're kind of hitting a wall right now. Like I literally don't see them as the top three team in the East unless they do something. How about the other player that was in the rumors this week? Um What's his first name? Dort. Dort, Lou Dort from uh, OKC. I'm I, a, don't get your hopes too high. I mean, I know 17, 18 points is attractive, but um, it's, 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 it's Oklahoma, man. Yeah, his, his shooting splits are pretty rough. I think it's like 40, somewhere in the 40s for field goal percentage and like mid-30s for three-point percentage, which is up from like he was at one point like getting dared to shoot in the playoffs. But it would be Lou Dort and – the 12th overall pick for the seventh pick. So again, you trade for Lou Dort and then you probably use that 12th pick and go after like a Jeremy Grant or something, which would be very interesting. The issue is it's not a lot of spacing. When is Lou Dort going to play? Because you're not going to start him at your three because he's six, three and you already have Josh Hart coming off your bench as the back of two. And you have, unless you're like, starting Dort and then bringing Anthony and Hart off the bench, but then that's just too much, too much guards. Well, here, here's what I'll say. If Lou Dort is really 6'3", and he's starting at the three, that's literally a three-guard lineup, and I don't know why yeah, we do I, I don't want. I don't want any a part of it. The other thing is if you did trade for Dort and then go down the Jeremy Grant path of the 12th pick, not saying that could ever work. I'm just saying hypothetically, and you have Dort and Grant and their concerning lineup, there's no spacing in that lineup. There's no yeah. space. What yeah. do you do? You're going to become a defensive team with Dame at point guard? I don't think so. I think, I mean, Dort would be a really good guard to have. Yeah, I mean, he's a premier, he's like a premier perimeter defender. I mean, we saw what he did in the playoffs to Harden in the bubble. Yeah. And they ended up losing that series, but he locked him up more or less. Yep. Good on ball defender. I mean, all these sources or websites putting the Blazers like really low in the power rankings. I mean, we're talking 25 plus for most of them. I mean, how you guys? I feel like the Blazers are one of the hardest teams in the NBA to judge going into next season, just because of you have no idea what will happen. Yeah, I agree. And we're just blowing up a team every year, trying again, trying again, rolling the dice every year. Like I said in last podcast, but uh, where yeah. would you guys personally put the Blazers in the power rankings next season? I put them at nineteen and nineteen, and that's me being like really laid back and you know not greedy at all. Where did ESPN have them? I believe it was 26. Maybe I can well, check that. To be fair to ESPN, like right now, our, our roster is probably like 26. Yeah, they probably just don't trust us to make moves. I think by the start of the season, I think a fair assessment would be literally having them right in the middle of the pack at an average team. I think that 
everyone is obviously underselling them right now because the roster looks terrible. Dame's coming off injury. People forget how good Dame is, and people don't realize that Dame is going to be fully, fully healthy. So I would, I'm Dame. not surprised to see people disrespecting them, but, I mean, I don't think they should be. 23 ESPN for the Trailblazers, actually. So I think that was CBS. That was 26. But anyway. anyway. I was going to say something. Speaking of Dame, uh, I think something that's kind of cool right now, or I forgot, but you know, Dame is not being mentioned in the media about being traded. We're through those rumors that happen every offseason. Can we get a round of applause there? <laughs> yeah, um, last summer the scares were high, especially with the coaching backlash and all that that situation. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's comfortable to hear that it really is. I mean, can we just take a minute? Like, how many times is this going to happen where a superstar is going to pledge loyalty to a franchise that won't surround him with one all-star in his career? Not one all-star? Yeah, I, he's, I, and he's I'm still really going to stay loyal? shocked to see that ever happen before. Crazy. I think loyal? that it's – I mean, I think the reason everyone knows Dame is super loyal right now is because, like, he is, like, really invested in making this team better. Like, he's been to every single workout for NBA draft, like, prospects – He's like, anytime they're talking about like bringing in a new player, it's like Dame is reaching out to him or stuff like that. So, yeah. like, I he's think involved. he's I love obviously it. taking this really seriously. I mean, yeah, that's it would be the most gratifying thing for his probably in his life. I, I'll take that back, not in his life. He's probably having kids and getting married is better. But like on the basketball floor, winning a championship with Portland would be like insane for him. Yes, yeah. for sure. Sorry, I, I didn't, I didn't want to say, I didn't want to say like I oh, would be the best thing for him ever. I, I don't want to speak for him, obviously, but like. For me, for him, that'd be the I best personally thing. think it it would it maybe would be the most gratifying thing. We're, we don't need to speak for him. Yeah, I, I'm I do want to mention something. Um, Go ahead. A, a little rumor about possible draft pickups. This has to do with Shane Sharp, who's probably one of the most like unknown guys coming in this draft, but possibly with the most potential. Um, it says Billups, Cronin, Mike Schmitz, and Dame were all at. Sharp's workout. I think that's one of the only people where all four of those guys has been there. Mm. It says Sharp's blazer workout went extremely well. It says the Indiana Pacers are basically f- focusing in on Ben Matherin to take with their pick. I think they have the sixth pick. And it says Shane Sharp canceled his workout with the Pelicans after the Blazers workout. And the Pelicans have the eighth pick. The Blazers have the seventh pick. Can we talk about something? Yeah. Ben, ben Matherin to the Pacers? It's weird. Put him next to Tyrese Halliburton. I guess next to him. I guess it makes sense. But it's like, I don't know. You kind of stripped everything for Halliburton, who, who you know, the Kings were stupid for that one. But that's the but Kings. That's like the first person I've seen that's like gotten a ton of attention from the Blazers. And I, I think the most interesting part about that is the fact that he canceled his workout with the Pelicans after. So that probably means like if he drops the seven and the Blazers are still picking, the Blazers are going to pick him if he's available. Like, if we still have a pick. It's so tough for me because, like, Shane Sharp, we could draft him, and he could be so good in four years. But I just have a sneaking suspicion the Blazers don't want to wait four years for another guy to develop. Yeah. Like, do you, do you, Would you say that's, like, worst-case scenario Thursday night is the Blazers just use the pick? I don't know. Uh, I think worst-case scenario would be trading the seventh pick for Jeremy Grant. I would probably would agree. 
Yeah. That's just inflating that man's value because who wants to trade the seventh pick for Jeremy Grant? And who's going to want to pay him 30 something million? 30 I mean, million. Yeah. At this point, with the rumors starting, like obviously rumors are picking up, but like at the same time, nothing like definitive is coming out. Like the Blazers are going to be making this trade on draft night, which you is going to be so electric, but so scary at the same time. So electric. Like, it's so just going to be like the clock is just going to be ticking down three, two minutes on the clock and like the Blazers still aren't going to have their pick in. And, like, if they don't find a trade and end up forcing a pick, ooh, I'm going to be just disappointed. It, I think if a dream would – I'm not going to get greedy. You could do, like, oh, the Collins on an OB deal and snagging Jeremy – like, let's not get unrealistic here. I think the most realistic thing that could happen that I'd be very excited about is on an OB for the seventh pick. I, that's obviously what I would want the most. I just don't think that's the most realistic because we haven't heard anything from the Raptors side when it comes on and OB. I think the most realistic thing is we trade our pick for a player and one of their picks and then dangle that pick in another trade. I think we make two trades on draft mm. night. Love it. I think that's my like bold take. I like the hot take. Yeah. I feel like the more the Blazers fail every year, the more – on board I am to, I guess, you know, building a team five years from now. Obviously, I want to win a championship next year. But, like, I feel like if we, you know, just picked a rookie and, you know, started <laughs> hitting him up in the gym and grinding in and out, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't be that mad, I guess, just because I see us failing year after year. Even if Dame's, you know, 35 when he becomes an all-star, whoever that player may be. But um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, at this point, it's like it's kind of a courtesy to Dame at this point, like going for it. Like if Dame yeah, was on, for team, sure, for he'd, sure, he'd be blown up. I think um, I'm in the same. Is- I'm in the same boat as you, Cody. Like, I wouldn't even be mad if we took the pick, as long as like we made some sort of move, either in free agency or a trade for something else. But like. Young talent is never a bad thing. Obviously, it's not going to help the Blazers now. But, like, I personally think maybe a best-case scenario is using the pick, drafting whoever we draft, and then, like, getting Aiden in free agency or something. You hear my, love to see you. Do you want to hear my hot take starting lineup next year? Let's hear it. You got, drum roll, please, wearing the letter O at point guard, Damian Lillard. Wow. I love it. Bolt take. That's hot. <laughs> at shooting guard. We're going to go with Anthony Simons. Did not see that one coming. That's a, good, that's a take. I, I know it's a take. At small forward, Miles Bridges. Okay. Uh, he's K. He's kind of mad at the – he's been on Twitter recently. He's a little disgruntled, I think. At power forward, Jeremy Grant. All right. There it is. So, and at center, that's a, DeAndre Ayton. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that's so you're three. going – Grant and Look, I would love that. I don't know out. how we make that happen. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Grant, we trade for Grant in a back end first rounder. For the seventh pick. For the seventh pick. So we get some value back, but we're going to trade the seventh round for it. Then we strip the cupboard bare of all our draft capital, throw it at Aiden in a sign. I don't know. We're going to get yeah. Aiden. So and who's on our bench? Sign, sign, sign Bridges with the TP or MLE or whatever it is. <laughs> so who's I, heard, I heard rumors he's wanting a max. <laughs> Bridges wants a max. Okay, well then we'll start to see a little. <laughs> All right, there it is. 
Look, I I just have this weird feeling like I have so much faith in Joe Cronin. Like, there's just something like I feel like he's made all these moves. He's got a bunch of hate for not bringing in enough value for people, but like I feel like he's just working. You know what's wild though? He's making some crazy moves. You know what's crazy? What? So there's a chance we go Dame Simons OG inputs power forward and Aiton, and there's a chance the starting lineup is Dame Ant Shane Sharp Monsieur Little and Nurk. <laughs> That's not a championship team. The combinations team. are it's crazy man. to the billionth power, man. That's why so I'm just I'm so excited for draft night. Zach Levine and Bradley Beal are theoretically out there on the web. <laughs> oh gosh, yep. do not give us those. The, what's gonna be so fun though is we are gonna be all together for free agency, which will start obviously like since the Blazers are actually going to be a player in free agency, like I just imagine set, like staying up all night through the night because it's like July 1st ticks and you see the signings just go rolling in. Okay. And at some point we'll see DeAndre Ayton sign and trade to Portland. Um, okay. Portland. I want you to grade, grade these. Your second round pick. I want, okay. I want, fine. I want you to grade these deals. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. These are three deals uh, this website came out with. Um, I'm not going to name the website because you probably have never heard of it. <laughs> so. Well, sounds okay. reliable. <laughs> First one, Blazers get Jeremy Grant in the 46th pick. Pistons get Eric Bledsoe in the 7th pick. No shot. Hell no. No, no shot. I'll, say C. I'll give it a C. I'll give that a C minus. Next one, Blazers yeah. get DeAndre Hunter, Skylar Mays in the 16th pick. Okay. Hawks get Josh Hart in the 7th. I'm not a completely against that because DeAndre Hunter is like 22 and plays that freaking defense, but you would really have to give it two. I don't like pick. Josh Hart, too. I'll give it a little Seven. better. I'll give it a B minus. Yeah, I'll give that like a B minus, too. Third one. Blazers get Zach Levine. Bulls get seventh pick. Eric Bledsoe, Josh Hart. I'll give that like a B minus, too, because like that's not a ton, I feel like, to give up to Zach Levine, but he doesn't fit our team at all. But no, it would be it, kind of fun saying Levine and Simon. Okay, but would you have Dame and Zach Levine start and Simon's off the bench? I mean, it's literally just the most firepower three-guard lineup you can get hey. with all three guards. CJ McCollum, same thing. Yeah. Zach I, Levine is better than CJ. I'm sorry. They're tight. They're tight. It's, it's, <laughs> okay, CJ and New Orleans at the end of the year was the same as Zach Levine. CJ was kind of good at the end of the year. Because CJ played, along, played alongside defense, in my opinion. Anyway, okay, there's a couple more. All right. Uh, talk amongst yourselves while this loads because the internet's rough. All right, well, if you're listening right now on Spotify or on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe or, like, follow because we will be live streaming the draft on Thursday, and it will be a lot of fun. I will probably start it a while before the draft, but – you know, we're, we're, we're seeing if we can get some high-quality streams going. Um, Soon we will we'll, know if we are contenders or not. Are we contenders or not? Dude, this is so hard to answer. Um, I said soon. I said look, soon I we will know if we are. Honestly, a successful season next year would be making it out of the first round. Like, if we actually got to that point where we're in the final eight in the league, like, that's a huge step from how trash we were and how trash It looks like West has his next deal. Here we go. With the little, with the little time we have left. Mm-hmm. Toronto Raptors trade OG Ananobi to the Blazers in exchange for Nasir Little, number seven, and number 36. 
I like that. That is so. It's, that's like the one that's like, oh, that's so tough. I don't I'll give it a B plus. It's the best out of the three. It's a win now. I'll move. give it. Also, have to remember who's the GM of the Raptors. Like he, he always wins trades. I know. Like, yeah, it gives Toronto breathing room for the little, future. Like, but I just feel like little like could almost get to what OG is right now if like he really wanted. To. That's but like OG's OG's gonna get take. better. Than you. OG's gonna get better than he is right now. That classified as a hot take. Okay. I'll take it. I, All right. I would, Next one. I wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't be mad if we said no, though. B okay, plus. Next one. Next B, one. B. B. Here we go. Okay. Oklahoma City sends Lou Dort in the number 12 pick to the Blazers in exchange for number seven, Justice Winslow and Drew Eubanks. What? No. What Are we throwing Justice that? Winslow? He, he, he's going to be a good – Justice Winslow is a, worse Lou, is a worse Lou Dort. Well, Lou Dort, I already said I was skeptical of the Lou Dort trade in the first place. If you're throwing an extra on the end. Hear me out on this one. You're not going to like this, but this, is, this, is, out left, this is out of left field. This is, How many more do you have? Is this the last one? might be the last one. I'm not sure. I'm just scrolling through. Okay. All these are just not going to happen, but I just want to hear your opinions on them. New York Knicks. We're going to New York. We're going to the Big Apple here. Big Julius Randle, number 11 to the Blazers. For seven? For seven, 36, Bledsoe and Winslow. Get out of here. I do you not want get, no You get Randall in number 11. Dude, Julius Randall would suck on our team. He needs the ball in his hand to be successful. He's never That's been true. good without the ball in his hands. Dude, tell him, Cole. Tell him. And we he's trash last year anyway. Nike owner so we can get Brunner, Team M, Brunny. Yeah, last one. True. Last one. The Blazers signed DeAndre Ayton. A. Plus. Thank you. I was waiting for the plus. Yeah, that okay. would be that would be amazing if we could if we just somehow straight up sign DeAndre. And... Last one. You ready? Quick, okay. quick fire. Would you rather have if you were to sign someone, uh, OG or DeAndre Ayton? Uh, Ayton. Okay. Zach Levine. Right, I'll, I'll agree. Zach Levine or Bradley Beal? Levine. Beal. John Collins. Zach Levine. I don't know. Like Levine, but like if. Probably Levine too. Yeah. All right. That's all. All right. Well, make sure to subscribe, obviously, if you're listening or watching on YouTube. Um, Be on the lookout for more videos, pre-draft and post-draft, and obviously that live stream that will be coming to you Thursday night. We'll get more details out on that on the Instagram in the coming days, and we'll see you in the next podcast or video.